0: Hey folks and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up, it's Tud.
1: And I'm Obert. Yes you are. You made that joke last week. <laughs>
0: yep, you know, it's it's kind of a
2: thing with our podcast when you make a joke once you have to continually make it and then it just becomes part of canon. Remember the T Rex yeah. Remember the T Rex scale that you so much hated and now we do it every week? Well now it's just gonna become and yes you are.
1: Yeah, our uh, yeah, great way to a great way to start a conversation, basically, is yeah. Just just go with the declarative statement, and uh, that'll segue into something beautiful. I'm sure.
2: Hey, we're talking, aren't we?
1: Yep, yes, we are. <laughs> hey, that's you... what we do here on the podcast. You know, there are wor-
0: up- words are happening for sure. <laughs> to update, uh,
2: weather is different in different places. I feel like I'm in Montana today, guys. In Connecticut, why? Is- why is it? Is it negative thirty? It is not negative thirty, but it's really really hazy here. Uh, apparently, oh. Apparently, Canada is on fire. Did not know mm-hmm. this. So, uh, Chris, in like three days, yeah. it's going to be really hazy down where you are. Because I feel like all the haze is going to blow.
1: Is that is that how the wet weather system goes? It goes from like Canada, kind of like southeast to Connecticut, and then it cuts back a little <laughs> bit southwest. Well, I'm assuming that it. it's not
2: just yep. Connecticut that's hazy. Like Rhode Island's probably hazy, and so is like the Atlantic Ocean. So, like,
0: Chris will eventually get the haze. And, and Denver, am I right? Got him. Yeah, very timely legal pot <laughs> joke. <laughs> I, think, I think there's like 30
2: states that are legalized pot now.
0: North Carolina is not one of them, for the record. No. <laughs> can, can get Hashtag guys. North Carolina, get on this.
2: In, in fact, I think coming up, uh, I think when this episode is dropping, uh, I think we can start to to legally oh, I, don't marijuana know if you com- I don't know if you want to commit on
0: any laws and like... How, when they go into effect and in, 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 where the hell you live, Canada? <laughs> <laughs> I don't live in Canada. I'm not, I'm not on fire. I'm not on fire. We just get the haze. Oh, okay. You just get the haze. Yeah. yeah.
1: If there's two things that Ted knows about Connecticut laws, it's, it's legal pot and sports betting.
2: <laughs> that seems like a good... And he's never been niche. wrong about it, any of those laws. It seems like a good niche to be a, you know, in, the expert on. Right. But yeah, well, I hope... So, so Canada is on fire. Scary. Didn't know Canada burned. I thought it was too cold. Thought it was too wet, snowy. Too many Canadians. Too many moose. But apparently, it burns.
1: Yep. Sorry, Canada. Sending our our thoughts and prayers and fire extinguishers <laughs> to you. I'm not. I'm not bailing Todd out on this one. Todd Tud brought us here.
2: Listen. I don't. I, I'm kind of stuck in a in an endless loop of I don't know where to go. So we're going to keep on talking around in circles until somebody says they want to drink some beer. So. And
0: yes. And yes, you
1: are um have you guys speaking about speaking about really hot things (laughs) all right you got yourself into
0: this mess go ahead no i know (laughs) know where he's going i know where he's going i know it's smoking Uh, hot
1: a red hot live podcast
0: red hot live podcast exactly yes
1: that's what we're we've always been calling it uh, (laughs) our next episode is our red hot summer live podcast extravaganza will it be hazy though (laughs) So here we go. I'm I'm less than five minutes into our episode. I've already named next week's podcast.
2: That's how, <laughs> how good we are. That's
1: how I'm a gamer. <laughs> that's but, right. But
2: do you have uh, a name for this it? week's episode? No, not yet. It's coming. It's get... coming. Yeah.
0: Wait till yeah. after the beer reviews. I'm sure we'll come up with something. Um, no, yeah, that's right. Uh, the 29th, the next episode you listen to uh, after this one it will be live over on Beard, uh, Twitch.tv/slash beardedgamer. So um, the first live show, ton of fun. I had I had a blast. I mean, we were in person, so it'll be a little bit different.
1: Yes. This is our first live drinking alone with friends.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. So that's uh, Thursday, June. Yeah. Thursday, June 29th. At? 8 p.m. EST. That's right. Th- I est. knew
1: all of those th- things. Th- it was just a test. I think we Christ say EST
0: instead passed. of EST. It's 8-EST. Eight, 8
2: p.m. EST.
1: We're estimating it's going to be 8 o'clock, <laughs> depending on if you live in the Eastern time zone or not.
2: We will we will strive to be on at eight PM. Knowing us there will be technical glitches and Obert may or may not be wearing pants, so
0: he may have to put them on. I yes, mean unless
1: I'm in a hot tub, I think then I can be pantsless. I mean Is that the Twitch rules?
0: Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like no You can be pantsless in a hot tub? No scantily clad women unless they're covered in water. Like that's kinda <laughs> how it works. Um
1: scantily clad people.
0: That's true, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Is that why you're,
1: I'm, um, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be soaking wet next
2: time? It's, it's a red hot podcast? Is know? that why you're building a hot tub in the background of your
0: computer right now? No, maybe maybe he over oh, just built a new computer. He built the he built the lap the 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 hot tub into the computer. No, I was talking about you. I see the hot tub behind you. Oh yeah, that's the yep. Mm-hmm. He is
1: the he is the Twitch star of the pot.
0: Correct. I am. I that's am. what he likes to claim. I mean. Uh, until until we are uh, until I am dethroned, I guess. I, I mean, guess there's always I... new Tud. That's true. That's true.
1: Yes, but but Chris maintains on his on his beard Twitch account that he's the wettest streamer out there. <laughs> so that's he's just always a little damp.
0: Yeah, just a, yeah, just just a little a little moist at all times. Sorry, uh-huh. sorry for Wet, all you hot listeners. Pokemon. Why do people not like that word? By the way, is it just like a weird like gross thing? I don't know. Like. Is it the sound of it?
1: I think it's the sound of it. We should find out by saying it. Along and, <laughs> Moist. Uh, see how many emails. <laughs> yeah,
0: if you don't like this Moist. segment, just send us an email. I would love to know. I, I need to know what it yeah. is. It doesn't bother me. So, Moist. what about hoist? Do you hate hoist too? Moist. <laughs> that
1: that Moist. Mm, at the beginning really sells it. Moist.
2: Yeah. Moist.
1: Um. Well, I think we've let Todd do enough damage this episode so far. So let's start drinking beer.
0: I mean, why? No one's listening anymore. <laughs>
2: how many l- How many of those were moist and how many of those were hoist, though? That's the question. Listeners, you got to go um, back and find that out now.
0: Um.
1: So when uh, we started doing a podcast, one of the tips that I got was like, if you want to have a podcast, a successful podcast, it's got to be something that you enjoy doing week in and week out, every single week. Or otherwise, you know, you're going to get burnt out. You'll quit. You'll stop. And – um. I gotta say, two hundred and twenty-two episodes later, of uh, I've still enjoying drinking beer with you guys. So that's good. So, somehow.
0: I know. Yeah. <laughs> until uh, he meant to say until this intro, and then <laughs> right. <laughs> he's so he said moist eighteen
2: times. He's or I said moist out. eighteen times. He's tapped out.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. No, no, it's it, it is crazy. Like you think about two hundred and twenty episodes. Is it's a that's a long time. It's a long time. Almost, it's older than my, my youngest son.
1: Yeah, I actually have, um, I was supposed to have, wait, your, your, your son is 220 years old?
2: He's a really old baby.
1: Yeah. <sighs> I should have, I'm realizing, I'm looking at my beer that I have now, and it should have been, I should have had it last week uh, because of the numerology of, of, the, of the beer. Well, you know you have to wait. You
2: should have, you should have to wait 2,000 more episodes.
1: Yes, uh, I don't think it's going to though because we would I would run into the the every fifty drink the oldest beer in your fridge rule and I wouldn't be able to wait that. Much. It's true, but, but we could
2: make we could make a new rule and say it's the oldest beer in your fridge that's not named for an episode title.
1: Could it could be? But uh, this week I'm drinking a beer that I bought uh, at uh, the last time we all hung out together in Asheville.
3: Oh,
0: that's a. Uh, Yerisco beer okay Ooh. nice yep.
1: nice famously the brewery that i spent the entire time at the in the bathroom at. <laughs>
0: <laughs> chris From and i were concerned
1: <laughs> yeah yeah um it's funny we talked about this last episode too i think it's like because it's the time of year we went to we went to Asheville around this time of year last year and um had a really good time it's where i quit getting hangovers um and where i bought this beer which is the uh 2021, kind of almost like 221, which is almost like 222, but the 2021 Barrel Aged Imperial Stout from the Urisco. Um, it's uh, aged with coffee and vanilla. It's 11% alcohol. Um, yeah, it looks like a very yummy, maybe not seasonally appropriate beer, but it's been a while since I've cracked open a good stout. So,
2: And just a reminder, what's the weather in Montana today that you're drinking this heavy heavy stout
1: uh it's like 77 degrees inside my condo because i can't have the air conditioning on when we're recording a podcast
2: ah uh, this yeah. is gonna be really good for hot i hear stouts really cool you down
1: oh yeah yeah the it's the the ultimate quencher is what they say but um let me let me go over to this bottle opener that ted so k- kindly provided crack this sucker open no luck with that soundboard huh todd
2: no, it still has not come back. Um, I can make sounds with my mouth if you want.
1: Yeah, can you give me like a, like a beer 30 or something?
2: Uh, it's like, beer. A, like a he
1: likes beer? I don't know.
2: It makes him a jolly good fellow. This is like a motor oil beer for sure.
1: I wasn't expecting it to be this many C's on the thick scale.
2: Will you be able to see a T-Rex, or will T-Rex be able to see you through it? Is the question. One hundred percent not. Everybody wants to know.
1: No way. Um, yeah, you you can't see anything through this beer. Dark as night. Um, smells amazing. Smells like a delicious coffee aged stout. I haven't had a beer like this. I haven't had a stout in a minute. Uh, it's been a while since I've had a really good. You know, like all winter, I was really drinking some lighter stouts. Uh, you know, just like six percent ABV, you know, just more on the uh, Pringly scale than on the the thick with all the C's scale. But uh, pouring one of these, I'm excited. It's get my mouth's a little tingly. Mm. I'm, I'm watering up. Chris isn't going to be the only one who's soaking wet this episode. But um am Uh a little bit of coffee and vanilla on the nose. Reminds me a lot of Ted's favorite beer, the um bourbon county stout it is one of my favorite just how it smells
2: it's one of my favorite beers but um
1: all right i'm gonna dive dive on in Mm. whole mouthful this beer is it's like just an explosion of vanilla and coffee goodness in your mouth a lot of chocolate rich rich chocolate too this is a very rich beer that's the best word to use for this one
2: tell us a little bit about the coffee pretend like you're a couple weeks ago when chris was describing his coffee stout put your Chris. i can't put your christian i can't do it
1: I can't do it. Um, it does say <laughs> on the side that it's Hon- Honduran Finca Deborah or Debra from Penny Cup Coffee. I don't know if that's this, the the roast that they're using, but it does taste... I get, I get less coffee than I get chocolate and vanilla. Um, this beer tastes like an ice cream in all the good ways. Um, Is there a bad way that ice cream tastes? Well... I could describe this beer as tasting like ice cream and you could be like, oh, so it's just like a sugar bomb, you know. This isn't it's because of how rich and thick and syrupy this is. It's almost like just drinking a chocolate milkshake in a beer. It's really good. Um, no head to speak of. Just
0: Yeah. I noticed I I think
1: that's it. I I think it's either it's either thick or pringly. I don't know if there's an in between. <laughs>
0: What what about um, the what about the barrel aged like? What do you get like any of the barrel? Because you said yeah, you said it was definitely barrel age, get right? a
1: good yeah. You get that oaky goodness, um, especially putting it down for a second and kind of you could feel that that alcoholic barrel on your breath a little bit as you talk with uh, having put this down. You're like, ooh, I I get I feel it in my throat a little bit. The that barrel aged goodness here i don't know i'm assuming it's a whiskey barrel yeah uh aged and rye and bourbon barrels oh nice so um but it's going down really fast <laughs> i'm gonna slow down this one because it's really good but i also don't want to drink it i also don't want it to get too warm i took it out a few minutes before and it's like perfect drinking temperature right now i think because i haven't had a beer like this in a while it's gonna get a pretty easy four and a half from me it's wow. good beer. Yeah. 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 Uh it's just something I you know, even though today is admittedly not the day to drink this beer, it's really, really damn good.
0: Yeah, I've been I've been enjoying a few heavy heavy stouts recently and like even though again, it's not the season. Or is it? It's always stout season. It just right. they're just so good. They're so good. But uh you gave it a four and a half. Hundred and fifty eight check ins on this bad boy. What do you That's it. That's it. I
2: don't think a lot now, of people in in Asheville know that is a brewery. I hmm. we were yeah. there; it was very empty, That's but true. it was it was really good. I liked it. I mean, it, it was, was very like, good. Yeah, good under the radar I... brewery. So I want to I want
1: to do this. I want to guess my thing, but afterwards I want to go and look at Eurisco's most checked in beers and see what see what we're talking about here for for numbers because just. Yeah, how uh, how popular is it? And this is the the white label one, right? I think they have yep. a black label and a white label. You got the right one.
0: That is correct.
1: Okay. Um, hmm, low check and count, but I think I think people are going to like it. I'm going to guess uh, four one eight.
0: Very good guess. Very good guess. A uh, little bit higher at a four two it's higher four two one. Wow. So very respectable beer from Yurisco. Very good.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm sad this is the only one I have and. Guys, I think this is the last Asheville beer I have, which is sad, but at the same time, that means that I'm allowed legally allowed I can go back. Like now that my <laughs> fridge is empty of, of Asheville beers. I can I can
3: return
0: five dollar well drinks. Here we go. Oh God, let's go. <laughs> um, yeah. it's it's Albert's actually, return of the Hangover. So uh, no, never again. <laughs> looking at Eurisco as a whole, as a whole, Urisko has a three nine three average on Untapped, so that's respectable. Yeah. Uh there's a couple like uh 1100 uh 1200 ratings, 1100 ratings, 600 ratings and they're all averaging either, uh, 407 387 412 so like there's pretty pretty high. I don't see anything below a 375.
1: Yeah, but but to Tud's point like on the Asheville Beer spectrum—they're much smaller yeah. than I guess they I didn't realize they were so small. Yeah,
0: yeah
2: it's no. almost like it's almost like we stumbled upon like a local, bre- like the locals' brewery, instead of <laughs> yeah. like yeah. The, the like the tourist breweries.
0: Right. Yeah. You go to Burial, and each one has twenty bajillion check-ins, and that's mm-hmm. and and twenty billion and one words in the name. But
2: which I'd like to say, I don't think any of those check-ins that anybody has ever made at Burial has been checked into the right beer. <laughs> 'Cause they're they're up there and they're like, I'll take a forty seven and a twenty and they're like, I'm never gonna remember these names, so I'm just gonna pick names out of the hat.
0: And they both are orange.
1: <laughs> and they're
2: they're really choosing between like a four and a half, a four seven
0: five, and a five So right. how much does it really matter? Yeah, it doesn't really matter at that point. But yeah, no, Yurisco, I I wish we were in better shape when we got there. But um, you know. No, nope. I
1: think that was the first one of the day for us. It was,
0: and it, it was like it was weird. We were like walking, and I, I'm pretty sure we only stopped because overhead to use our bathroom. I feel like that was yep. like
2: the reason. I Think you're right. Yeah, yeah, we had to we had to walk upstairs because the the it, the brewery was upstairs. Oh I forgot about this
1: the stairs is a big challenge. For me. Man, <laughs> yeah. I was in rough shape.
2: There was no air conditioning because the air conditioner was broke. Um, mm-hmm. what you guys really messed up that day is we had breakfast tacos for you know before this. You guys didn't have the breakfast taco beer like I had. You guys chose not to drink a beer with your breakfast. And I think that's what helped me. This it's,
1: was the biscuits and gravy place, I think. The breakfast taco was the day before.
2: No. We'll never know. Taco Because didn't we start t- walking from the breakfast taco place? And that's how we stumbled upon Yurisco. Because we were aimlessly walking around. You know the place I'm talking about, where we had the, we went for the biscuits? Yes. And the line
1: was super long. We were stuck waiting there forever.
2: Yeah, I think that yeah. was the- That was
1: like the longest wait in my life for breakfast. I think that and was the was morning like, that
2: Chris was struggling, not, the, not that you were struggling.
1: It, that whole trip, we were all in the struggle bus. We were just taking <laughs> turns. Someone was driving. The other two were in the back. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy with this one. I'm happy with how it tastes, my rating, and my guess. So that's a good, good trifecta.
0: Yep. Can't go wrong.
1: But uh, here's a 2021 to episode 222. Chris, you got a beer for us?
0: I do. I do have a beer for mm-hmm. us. All right. So I have, we're jumping into weather appropriate beer here. N- no more stouts. Um,
1: hey, mine was kind of smoky. It would be appropriate for Tud's. Oh, Ted's there you drink. go.
0: There you go. Rest in peace, Canada. Um, <laughs> so I have a, a double dry hopped IPA today from Magnanimous Brewing. Ooh, um, never heard of them. And uh, this is in collaboration with Bottle Logic, which we've heard, heard of, of Bottle Logic before, uh, which I thought was pretty neat. So uh, Magneto's Brewery is out of Tampa, Florida. Not what I was expecting. But uh, I bought this at a uh, local bottle shop. I went to a bottle shop the other day, guys. It was uh, my first trip to a bottle shop in a while. It was uh, Nice. You
1: care to shout it out?
0: Yes. Uh, it's called the Brewer's Kettle. Um I think there are multiple locations, but the one that I went to is in Lexington. So um, it's a a nice little shop. They serve things. uh, They have some beers on tap. So I had a a nice little beer on tap while I was there and um, then walked around as I was drinking. And uh, um, they had a good selection. I actually got some abomination there. I had a collaboration with Southern Grist that I picked up, which I, of course, had to get. Um, they had a couple of bourbon county stouts. It's just chilling waiting to be waiting to waiting for a new home, so curiously, what abomination did you get uh rotting earth, oh, okay, so I have not tried it yet i only bought I only bought the single, but um, pr- there if I have to give a critique a little i feel like the prices are a little bit high, but they did have a very large selection also wine also wine was there, so did not look at the wine very much but um pretty cool little spot, pretty cool little spot. Um, but I like the drinking while you buy beer. That's pretty good. Yeah, that was that was, that a, was pretty. Nice. That's that is a that's nice
1: like thing. the the deli the deli cheese slice at the grocery <laughs> store, approach. Yes,
0: it's the adult deli cheese slice. It's a uh-huh. yeah. It was it was it's pretty good. Pretty good stuff. So, um, so yeah, if you're in an area and you see a brewer, brewer's kettle, uh, you should stop in. Um, so I picked this one up. I was going through. I was trying to fill my mixed six pack on top of a few four packs I got. And uh, yeah, this one jumped out. All things serve the beam. I feel like it's a reference to something, but I'm not sure. That is definitely a reference to something that I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's got little pistols on the pistols on it, uh, and like flowers. It looks like roses, roses on it. It's a, a nice looking can. Nice looking can. Double dry hopped IPA uh, for a Magnanimous Brewing and Bottle Logic. So let's see.
1: Let's see what it's it- from. The Dark Tower from Stephen King.
0: There you go.
2: I don't think I don't have. Is that a book? Is that a movie?
0: I mean, Stephen uh, King. Stephen
1: King is a is an is author. A, is a book 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 guy. He's a book.
2: He's a book. He, he does the books. He does, he does movies does too. He gets his books get made in the movies. It's, it's
1: true. I did think they made a miniseries about the Dark Tower, but
0: that sounds right. Given given the little little bit of little bit of a swirl. That's a very big very big chunk right at the bottom there though.
1: Oh yeah, I love those chunky IPAs. Chunky
2: IPAs. <laughs>
0: I I really feel um, like
2: you want to chew your your beers. That's the best way to go.
0: <laughs> now, there's definitely, definitely some definitely some sediment at the bottom, but I will say, I don't know if you get, I don't know if it comes across on the webcam. It's a nice-looking beer. It is a very nice-looking beer. Um nice like dark orange with a nice frothy half-inch head right there. Like it's it's a pretty-looking beer. I'm 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 it's it smells amazing. Oh no. This is going to be delicious. I'm going to have to go back and get more. Um it uh it smells it gives me home it it smells like home. Uh, <laughs> those those wonderful New England IPAs um it lights up like a like a light bulb when you when you try to flash a light into it. So
2: Like Rudolph's nose. Like Rudolph's nose.
0: <laughs> yes. Um now a little bit less red. Yeah. I mean it smells like a like a like a old school like an old school alter ego before they before they moved that's that's what it's that's what it's giving me. Uh, remi- uh, Beer was better in Monson, but it smells it smells really good. I'm very excited. Um, it is uh, double dry hopped with uh, Nectaron, Strata, and Sultana hops. Which outside of Strata, I don't know if I've even heard of the other two. No,
1: I have not. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I'm like I'm excited that Santana's getting into the hop game though.
2: <laughs> no, no. I think you said Sultan so- Sultan hop like Sultana. Oh. Um,
1: that's
2: Sultana's like or that's Santana's like brother. Sultana.
1: Yeah. He's the, the Sultana of Swing.
0: <laughs> and it's seven percent ABV. So uh head is sticking around. Uh it's a little bit smaller, but it's still sticking around. So let's see. Let's see if this uh lives up to the smell hype.
1: That looks so good.
0: It it, it smells so good. I'm I'm like I don't even I I wanna grade it right now just based on the smell. But here we go.
1: Yeah, put that beer on the wall.
0: This is uh this is a very good beer. This is a very good beer. I'm I'm like very happy with this choice. Um, it is reminiscent of like a New England IPA. Um, I mean, it looks exactly like one, obviously, but like the double dry hopness uh, gives it like a really nice and uh, like I get a lot of bitterness off of it, which as we know, I enjoy. Um, I enjoy the bitterness. Um, oh man, uh, a lot of citrus flavors in this. Like going down. Um, maybe a little bit of like some pine on the back end, but like I get a lot of citrus right up, right up front. Um, like, you know, like obviously mango. No, I'm <laughs> just playing. Just
1: kidding. I was, I was waiting to be like, Hey, <laughs> tropical or citrus. Let's play the game.
0: <laughs> no. Um, it's, it's, it's really good. It's really good. It's, it's, you know, coming from Tampa, Florida, I wouldn't have really expected a amazing new England style IPA. Um, this one fits the bill. This one fits the bill. It definitely has, I think the, the dry hopping, um, adds some extra layers of flavor, especially up front. Um, like mm, I get hit with like, I get hit right up, right up front with like, like bitterness and then it just like smooths in, you get the citrus and then it kind of just flushes out tiny bit of, I'm going to say it's, I'm going to say it's like a, like an earthier pine ending. And I'm just like, it's really, it's really good.
2: (laughs) I really wish I knew what what flavors the hops of Nectatron, Nectaron and Sultana yeah. are supposed to give off.
1: You know, probably like nectarine, right? Would be my
0: guess. That's what I was, That's what makes that's what makes sense like name wise, but and then I believe, yeah, and then Sultana obviously is because it's so smooth. Um Another another Santana joke. You're welcome everybody. Uh <laughs> Um, it's a really, really solid double IPA. Uh, very happy I picked it up. Um, so, so for Nectaron, it is a it is a New Zealand hop.
2: It's got aromas of citrus and aromas of green fruit. Okay, uh, with citrus and green fruit on the the mouth as well, and, and sweet fruit. I don't know what the difference between green fruit and sweet fruit is. I guess what it what is green fruit? I would assume it's like a green banana. I think so. I think green, yeah, means unripened. Like, but I am thinking, like, you got
1: grapes, you got a sour <laughs> apple. <laughs> there is a lot of green fruits out there.
0: I mean, you have the rind of a watermelon, right? That's a green fruit. There you go. The green part of a cantaloupe. What about like a honeydew? It's pretty green. Honeydew, the meat of a honeydew, honeydew is green.
2: Pineapple, passion fruit, peach, and grapefruit are the, according to BeerMaverick.com, those are the, those are the fruits. None not of which are green. Rod. Not not a single one of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nothing green. Um, but no, very solid. Uh, very solid double IPA. Um, I'm gonna give this a. So,
2: Sultana. We actually know what Sultana is. It's formerly known as Denali. Oh, It changed I didn't the realize,
0: name. I didn't realize GM rebranded their car.
2: <laughs> I don't know why they rebranded the na- or why they changed the name. Huh. Oh, uh, that's interesting. But that's you're supposed to get pineapple, citrus, pine, spiciness, lemon, and tropical fruit.
0: I said pine. Everybody, count it. Count it. Yep. <laughs> said pine. We know what we're talking about here on the podcast. We know stuff. We're real. We're real beer people. <laughs> um. Well, there you go. Like two two mini mini happy hours. It's been 150 episodes since we've done one of those. Um, yeah, I still want to know why they changed their name. I don't know. That's for next time on. Mini Hoppy Hour, um,
1: 150 episodes okay. from
0: now. <laughs> I'm gonna give this a very solid 425. to um, Very good, doub- very good double IPA, uh, especially for one I just pulled off. Like I almost feel like when you're like pleasantly surprised, it like helps the rating, right? You're just like, oh man, this is really good. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a four and a quarter. I think it. If you're not as big a fan of the of the bitterness as I am, then maybe it might be a four. But I, it's a very solid IPA, so. Um, yeah, four and a quarter for me. So out of 176 checkins on Untapped, cheese, nice. <laughs> uh,
2: what do you think they rated it?
0: Uh, I think it's gonna be good. Um, I don't think it'll be as high as me. I but I think it'll be above four. I'm gonna say four oh seven. So it did not crack four. Wow. Okay. Three point nine six. Wow. Okay. Untapped is wrong. Got you.
1: Well, hang on, hang on, Florida. Untapped users. That's true. Because Tampa, we assume, doesn't know anything about drinking IPAs. It's fair to assume, but the they Tampa do know IPA
2: drinkers. But they do know citrus fruits down there. Uh, yeah, but uh, they thought this was three nine six. I trust Chris over at Tampa.
1: Just throwing that out there.
2: The whole city of Tampa, you you trust Chris over? I
0: mean, I do. No,
1: I trust Chris over
0: them. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. I mean, I mean, it's it smells like like home. It smells like a beer I would crack open and pour into my glass that I got from name a brewery in Connecticut or Massachusetts. Like that's what it smells like. And it tastes almost as good. <laughs> but anyways, Tud, you're the you're the caboose on this 222 train. Choo choo. He's the third too. He's the third Yeah, that's probably better. <laughs> the
2: Triple D's. <laughs> Bringing up that Two
1: two two 2 2 Caboose <laughs>
0: two, 2 2
2: so this week I figured since Obert was finishing up his Asheville beers I would uh, t- try to work my way through some of my backlog of some nice beers some good beer towns that I have as well that aren't from Connecticut um, sticking with the theme f- sticking with Clearly. the theme and I brought found a scythe or skithy scythe 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 scythe, scythe. See? scythe. Scythe. Yeah. There are 18 different ways to pronounce this word, and I said it all wrong nope. each time. Seven, 17 are incorrect. <laughs> Found a scythe. Yes. Uh, I don't know why it would be pronounced scythe. It's c. It's f c y. That sounds like scythe to me. But anyways. The C is silent. Well, why do they got to make the C silent? What if the C feels bad and he wants to be heard? Sorry, the S is silent. What if the S is bad and wants to feel heard? <laughs> then it's just wife. think <laughs> Anyways, this is a beer by Tired Hands. Um, it is a single hop Nelson Savon Savion. How, are you going to tell me that I pronounced the word wrong too there? This one I, can't, I can never pronounce right. Nelson so Savin. <laughs> there you go. That one too. 18 different ways to pronounce words. Uh, this is a double IPA. It says this beer is hyper fresh, uh, unfiltered, and fragile. Keep cold. It is... How, how hyper fresh is it? So it was brewed on 3-8 or canned on 3-8. March 8th. So a little bit old, but I bet you. I
1: think we're, yeah, we're, we're into just fresh territory now. So,
2: yes. We've lost the hyper. <laughs> yeah. It used to be hyper, then it was still really fresh, and now it's just fresh. Um, I'm trying to tell you what the ABV on this this here bad boy is, but they don't tell you. It's the second or third Tired Hands beer that I've brought on this podcast that has not told me the ABV. So I don't think it's a rule in Pennsylvania that they have to tell you what the abv is that's interesting um anyways the can art is pretty cool it is a skeleton hand reaching for a scythe or skiffy or scythe whatever you want to call it in a uh tree root surrounded by dead uh dead uh skulls um untapped
1: it says eight percent
2: abv eight percent abv so this is a good you know it's a good sipping beer definitely can't chug this one you could try I mean, if you put your mind to it, you can do anything.
1: Ted's a very good inspirational leader for our podcast.
2: So very much like Chris's. It is your standard looking New England IPA. Uh, when you put the light behind it, it does light up like a light bulb. Um, I don't think a T-Rex is seeing you in it, but you know, you might be blinded by the light wrapped up like a deuce. Um, when you try to stare at this thing if you were inside of it, nobody's seeing shit inside of this beer' Did you all say be
0: wrapped or revved
2: wrapped revved isn't it wrapped up like a deuce? No, it's revved,
0: revved up like a deuce, another runner in the night today, I learned it's
2: okay,
1: it's a it's a it's a famously misheard lyric song, yeah. so you could be forgiven.
2: You could be wrapped up like a douche.
0: you could <laughs> that's definitely not right though
2: <laughs> um on the nose. It smells like your standard New England style IPA. Uh, lots of citrus notes, uh, maybe a little bit of tropical notes. I guess I won't know until I taste it. But it's definitely one of those two notes. Uh, it's either going to be mango or it's going to be orange. I do not believe it will be both. I feel like, so there's room
1: on the whiteboard here. I have a good spot right here. I think I want to make a Venn diagram where we have tropical and we have citrus. <laughs> and I can put in the middle. Mango. What's both oh. tropical and citrus. Because I don't know if there's really much citrus that isn't tropical. I feel like it all falls in that same Venn diagram.
2: Um uh, no kiwi is not citrus. That's tropical though.
1: Right. I do think that it would help everybody, myself and my two co-hosts, if we could if we well, could fully delineate what tropical f- flavors
2: are. I at one point had a tasting list and you guys made so much fucking fun of me that I got rid of the list. No,
1: no, no. That's not true. Because the more that we made
2: fun of you, the more you would
1: have kept the list. The problem is we didn't make fun of you enough.
3: If
2: we <laughs> had, you would have kept the list. Touche. Touche. Um, I still might have the list, too, somewhere. <laughs> I I don't doubt it. Uh, no, but it smells like, you know... It, it smells like your standard New England IPA. It's it's one hop, so I always kind of like when breweries do one hop things to kind of test it out. You can just tell it's one hop
1: this time, just <laughs> like that. Just like that.
2: No right foot stomping and no left foot stomping though, and no cha cha and real smooth. So and, uh, and
1: Chris, Chris was three hop this time, right?
2: I was. Yeah. Yep. That is a great name for the for these hop these you know single hop beers. Is one hop this time? It's great. I'm
1: you know, you were talking about you're entering a homebrew competition soon. I think we have a name, a pun so good that you must brew your entire beer in accordance with to, to make the
2: pun. Well, I can't do it. That's Night Shift's thing. That's what they name their beers is their their single IPA, single hop IPAs are all called one hop this time. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought I was making a funny original joke and no. not ripping off Night Shift. No, you just ripped off. I that's, I thought you were going to rip off Night Shift. I thought that was your, okay. your whole goal. no. Um, when you take a sip of it, it is definitely more tropical than it is citrus. Uh, definitely a lot more mango than, than oranges or grapefruits. Uh, not as, not as bitey, I guess I would say. Cause like a citrus fruit, I would, is, is a little bit more bitey, a little bit more tart. This is a little bit more smooth, kind of like you're drinking like a mango smoothie. Um. Maybe a l- sounds yummy. Yeah, maybe a little yeah. dragon fruit in there. Like, it's definitely more the smooth side of the tropical fruits than the citrus side of the tropical fruits. On the Venn diagram, this would be the furthest to the side of tropical fruit that you could go. Okay. Um, Very smooth for being 8%. It does not have a lot of uh, booze bite to it. I think it would. this generally was, would be not a high IBU beer either, just because I don't think Nelson is an overly bitter hop. But overall, great beer. Uh, good sipping beer. Again, tired hands showing off that they know how to do IPAs as well as anybody. Uh, whether that be Treehouse, Trillium, Fox Farm, you name it, they're, they're right there with them. Burial. This actually kind of reminds me of a, a burial beer. And as part of the reason that I bought it is because it looks, it looks like if I had I bought this when we were in Asheville, nobody would be surprised that this came from burial.
1: Other than the fact that the title is like... 28 words too short (laughs)
2: Right. Yeah this would be like Found a scythe Under the cover of darkness While being in a mood Sitting under a tree Eating a pancake
1: I like how you You started strong there And then you took a Quick left turn To Dr.
2: Seuss (laughs) I Listen I still don't know how I will not drink you With a scythe I will not (laughs) (laughs) I will not drink you With a kite Um It's a joke on how to Pronounce the word scythe But umtis. Uh anyways Solid beer. Um, I wouldn't say this is the best beer I've had by Tired Hands, but still a really good representation of a New England style IPA. I'm gonna go with. Let me take one more sip. I'm gonna go with a solid four. Uh, straight, really good New England style IPA. I really, like I said, I really like the single hop style beers. I wish more breweries did that, so you could kind of see like the breweries play around with things. Uh, Fox Farm used to be really good at that with their Rome series. Uh, oh, did they stop doing that? I haven't. The last couple times I've been there, I haven't seen it, uh, and it kind of makes me upset because they used to play around with all these hops, and you get to see like the madness forming as they, you know, develop things. I know Treehouse still does the Curiosity series, but they're not single hops. Um, I think the only one that I know consistently does it is Nightshift. Okay. And speaking of Nightshift, they are apparently selling part of their brewery again. I think Nightshift is falling on hard times. This is it's very sad for them because I like Nightshift.
0: Yeah, they were really solid when we went up there. I saw that they were. Don't they contract brew now or something?
2: I, th- I think so. They something contract like brew, but they were yeah. they were selling off equipment. But they were supposed to come back and start brewing again. Um, I don't know. I hope that they. I hope they're able to last.
0: Yeah, they 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 were a good um a good like I won't say OG, but they they've been in Boston forever. Like they they're solid 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 beer. So yeah, so four point oh.
1: Okay, well, what do you think uh, 3,338 of your uh, untapped cohorts have rated this beer on average?
2: That is a lot more check-ins than either one of you guys had combined. Yep. Correct. Uh, I mean, hop hype, I guess, is a thing, right? So probably a little bit above me. Um, but, you know, it's a single hop, but it's tired hands. Let's say it's not going to be above a 4-2. That's, that's, that's dumb. Um... Cause it's just a standard, really good IPA. So I'm gonna say four point one eight. Got in under the wire to beat me.
1: What? It's a four
2: four twenty. Oh damn it! I thought about guessing four twenty too, cause you know we made a weed joke at the beginning of the, the podcast and
1: the the marijuana number.
2: Uh, you win this week. It's been a long time since I've had something put on the board. You've been a little bit of a dry spell. It's been a long, long <laughs> fucking unlike time. Me. The wet ones
1: over here. <laughs> one. Yeah. Where were you? Um, you .03? I was point oh. Oh, I meant to guess. Yeah.
2: Four point one seven over. That's what I meant to guess. So we could tie.
1: Yeah, I I appreciate the 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 solidarity here, but uh, no, it's a fair game. You know, you you were in the point fair and square. So we'll we'll add that to the board. Um, congratulations, oh dry one over here. <laughs> I'm not dry anymore. Now I'm soaked soaked, uh, man of the people, man of people, semicolon Tud, some even would say. It's been
2: a long time since that's been said on this podcast. I, I, yeah. yeah.
1: This is where I read the, the, the leaderboard. I kind of forgot about that joke. <laughs> but, uh,
2: yeah, you are the man of the people and, um, it shows this week. Well, you know, being a man of the people, I'd like to ask you guys a question if, if you don't mind. What's that, Tud? Well, you know what really grinds my gears? You know, we're three really hairy men and... We are. Every once in a while you're shaving, whether you're shaving your face or your chest or your happy trail or your balls, and you nick yourself.
1: Wait, hang on, hang on. Did you just try and slide <laughs> 220, 222 episodes into this podcast? Did you just try and casually slide into our first first ever advertisement without like really uh, acknowledging that that's where we were going with this? Exactly. We're, we're professionals here. Oh um, I'm gonna pretend like uh, like we're not in an ad uh that's that's a weird thing for for you to say on this podcast, yeah, but yeah.
2: go on. it is a very weird thing for me to say, but I have a solution for you guys, and the solution is Manscaped. Have you guys heard of manscaped before uh what's that no i've heard I've heard of manscaped. <laughs> Oh, this is great. In all seriousness there, folks, this episode today is sponsored by Manscaped, the number one grooming product for men. Manscaped was kind enough to provide us with the Performance Package 4.0 for us to test out, and we've been using it for some of us a little over a week and some of us less than a week, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how often you trim your balls. I don't know if you're on like a daily. It's a daily or, grind. Or...
0: It's a daily grind.
2: Yeah, every, also, every day over here. I'm a Go hairy ahead. man. I'm like uh, Tim Allen and Santa Claus. You shave it off, and it just <laughs> comes it's right just back the next, Goes like
0: that. Yeah, the next day. Well, luck, luckily for you, we have the lawnmower 4.0. Right, came inside this package. It's a nifty little little trimmer that you can use on all of your your fun bits, your naughty bits, your whatever you want to call them bits. And, uh, you can also shave your beard with it too. Just an FYI. You can now. Okay. Listen, I was going to make the joke, but listen, I don't know if I'd go b- up top to bottom. I don't know if I go top to bottom like that. I feel like there that, has to that's be, that's why I slid down. I, that's why I didn't slide oh, you, you, you up. Sta- I- you start, you start, you start at the top and you just go down.
1: <laughs> Pro tip. The razor forgets overnight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Much like a towel when it dries. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the razor forgets.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have a beard trimmer, but I up until last week, I did not have a ball trimmer. Um, I got to say, I was, I was
0: pretty impressed with it.
2: I think it's the ceramic blade that helps reduce the nicks and cuts of the Manscaped trimmer.
0: Right. And if you're a wet boy like me, don't worry. These bad boys,
2: waterproof. And if you're blind like me, it does come with a 4000K LED spotlight for you when you need to be super precise, which is super helpful for me because I like to shave little smiley
0: faces in mine. Just a little surprise there for Caitlin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the trimmers are super cool, but this package also comes with Crop Preserver, which is deodorant for your balls. Listen, I did not realize that these how that this was a, a thing that I would probably take away from the whole package. For the Crop Preserver, which is the ball deodorant and the Crop Reviver, which is, you know, you need a little spruce up down there, a little ball toner. It keeps all your stuff down there feeling nice and feeling dry. You know, a pleasant aroma.
1: Yeah, no, I tried them out. I tried out the the deodorant and the Reviver. Um, pretty good, I'd say. I, I liked the Crop Reviver for preventing chafing, and I use it when I'm going on my long hikes that I like to do. There you go. I found that. I use, I've been using Body Glide in the past, but this might replace it just as something more convenient.
2: And I will say that I wish I would have had that when we were doing our hike a couple years ago where you almost killed me. It would have been great to have the anti-chafing of the ball reviver. Missed opportunity there, but now going forward, I know what I need. On top of that, guys uh, and listeners, the, the package also comes with a pair of underwear as well as it's called the Shed Travel Bag. It's a nice little bag that they give you where you get to shove all of your Manscaped stuff in there and then it zips up, so it's, you know it is a. It's like a travel pouch, really high quality leather. Mm-hmm. It's the best travel case I think I've ever gotten from anywhere. It's just super thick and durable, and it holds your entire performance package plus room for more. I was surprised because normally
1: when you get like a like a gift set like this. The bag is one of like the weaker components. Yeah. Like Todd was saying, it's it's legit and roomy. Like normally they're like, okay, if you pack everything just the right way, turn this at like a thirty two degree angle (laughs) and seal it all in. This one you like there's actually it's it's legit to make your like travel bag and throw your, you know, toothbrush, deodorant, whatever, other other Care products in there.
2: Yeah, it's like a cavern. Like, it's cavernous. You can just fit... You can keep on shoving shit in there and it just keeps on going. (laughs) So, we do have a special promo code for the listeners. You know, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code DAWF at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the promo code DAWF. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you.
1: And we'll thank you because... We want you to use this code and, and prove to Manscaped that uh, they were right to have us sponsor their product. And, yeah, if you tune in next week
2: on our live show,
1: we'll show you, we'll show you the bag. We'll show you all the stuff. It's
2: pretty and good. And how to use it. What can <laughs> we do to get Chris Chick kicked off of Twitch? <laughs> He did say it was waterproof. I did. For a wet boy
1: like him. As long as,
2: from what I'm going to understand about Twitch guidelines, if I have my toe in a glass of water when I do anything I want, (laughs) I'm allowed to do it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So on my last Twitch stream, guys, um, someone, we finally, now I'm Bearded Gamer, obviously. Check us out live June 29th, Bearded Gamer, twitch.tv slash Bearded Gamer. But primarily my code (laughs) dawf promo code dawf at (laughs) (laughs) twitch.com um no so primarily my 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 chat is very focused on pokemon i know shock shock to everybody shock and awe shock and awe but this past stream was actually really nice because i had some beer lovers drop in and they were like, we were we were chatting about beer for the first time and I was like, listen, I love beer. I will talk about beer for hours. I do it literally every week. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, you know, um, one of my one of my longtime viewers who I've recommended Untapped to before, Untapped dot com. Use promo code DAWF. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, I, I, I recommend it untapped because they were talking about like, how do I keep track of the beers I drink? And I was like, well, let me change your life. Um, and, uh, he was, he was saying he like, you know, he's checked in a few beers here and there and he was like, he was asking like, what's the highest, not the highest beer that you've rated, but the beer that you've had with the highest global rating, which I, I looked up (sighs) and I was a little surprised, but maybe not, maybe I shouldn't have been. So I'm just curious, what is the highest Oh,
1: I like this. This is a good combo. So
0: are you are you quizzing us or should we go look? No, no, go look. Go look. Go look. I want I want
1: And and I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm not counting any beer that has less than 50 check-ins.
0: Okay, that's fine.
2: Cuz
1: like I mean, pe- you know, you... six people could rate it a 5.0 and then I you're mean, like,
0: "Oh, okay." I think you'll be I think you'll be surprised cuz I I yeah. was, but shouldn't have been.
1: Okay, so I have it up here and um, I can't say I'm very surprised. The suspense but, uh, is growing
2: for Tud's. I am surprised with what came up. Okay. Chris, where are you on the surprise scale?
0: I, I was I was surprised it was the one that it is, but I'm not surprised that it's up that high. That's what I should say.
1: Hmm. I have a two-way tie, actually. Do you?
0: Yeah. Mine are close. I have two that are .01 apart.
1: What do you got? So, Me too. You're, you're the one who brought it up, so All I right. think you should go.
0: So my top-rated beer that... Globally rated is, is a the Bourbon County Brand Coffee Stout 2014 at a global rating of a 4.64. That's my second one. Okay. Okay. My second one. Mine is
1: only a 4.58. Oh, okay. So. All
0: right. See, we're <laughs> <Yeah>. not even...
1: <laughs> uh, you guys are a league ahead of me. You guys have to scroll three <laughs> windows past to get to where I am.
0: My, my, my second highest one is King Julius... Uh, with a global rating of a four point six three. That's my third one. Uh, so you have one beer that's higher than. Okay, so what do
1: you, yeah? What do you got,
0: Todd?
2: Uh, so my highest rated beer is also a Bourbon County brand stout uh, from two thousand twelve. Okay. And it's a four point six five. Wow. Okay. So my top, so my two top beers on this list are Bourbon County brand stout from two thousand twelve and Bourbon County brand coffee stout from two thousand fourteen. Yes.
0: Wow. And I think fun fact, I think we had the Bourbon County brand coffee stout together.
2: I it, it looks like we had it at a rising point.
0: Yeah, that's what it's that's if I remember correctly, I feel like that's where we we had it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's
1: crazy that the the best the highest rated beer on on tap you paid 0 dollars for.
0: Right. I mean, I
2: paid we paid $50 for the ticket. Right.
1: Yeah, that's true, but they were just giving it away.
3: You
1: know <laughs> what I mean? You true. can't
2: give this stuff away. But that yeah. was that was the one year that Bourbon County was there and they brought they had, they
0: had the, they out. were doing
2: verticals of like all of their yeah. like last like 10 years of bourbon county Branson. Ober, I believe wild. you were there. We got No, we got I have pretty drunk.
0: I mean, I th- I think maybe Obert I wasn't. may have been there, but I don't know if he made the bourbon county tent. I don't know. I'm not
2: mm. I don't yeah, I don't think Ober was into the uh, cuz I think we got in line, we drank one, we got back out of line and went back up and we kept on drink we drank our way through every bourbon county at the at the tent. Yeah. Um I think was, this was the. Was I think this was choice. the year that Caitlin. This was the year oh, that Caitlin ordered us pizza. <laughs> and I said no pepperoni, and she said all of it with pepperoni.
0: That was that was to this day my favorite pizza order of all time. <laughs> 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 so over over, what's your top global check in? Um, I, I guess Peasley four five eight.
1: Yeah, go for it. What do you? Well, I mean, you are scrolling through and you're seeing what's rated a four five eight. So I think that. That's cheating, and I'm not going to let you guess. No, no, no. Oh, um, I, because I know you that you've had both of these that I've that I've tied
0: at a four or five eight. I mean, I only have one at a four five eight, so I'm going to say. Well, I, one I
1: drank with okay, both of you. Right. I have
0: three at a four five eight. Jeez.
1: And it's the Sam Adams Utopias 2019.
0: Yep, that's one yeah. of
1: them. And that's Chris. Chris owns that one. Chris owned that one and was kind enough to share it. And I didn't um, even check
0: that one in. <laughs> well, oh, that's funny. That's funny.
1: <laughs> the other one is Juice
0: Machine. That's the one I have. I have Juice Machine, so I gotta I check have that in. one too. I gotta check in the Utopias. I completely. I wonder if I checked in either of my Utopias.
1: Which, so like, I have mixed feelings about Juice Machine because it's not like an OG pillar of Treehouse. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, but when I go and I get a mixed case, that's the one that I'm most excited to drink now. Um. So I'm I'm okay with that being the highest rated treehouse and the highest rated beer that I have on
0: here. Yeah. I look I go through and I'm, it's it's amazing just seeing like the global ratings of these things and like um how many number 1. Now granted we lived close vicinity to treehouse. So obviously like my top 15 is probably mostly treehouse. But uh you know shout out to shout out to Hetty Topper hanging in there at a 453. You know, shout out to shout out yeah. to Dinner at a 452. Like there's some swish the ca- at a four five one, uh, uh, Canadian breakfast stout, which they don't make anymore, is a four five two, amazing beer. Like so many good ones. affogato from Trillium. Like yeah,
1: I see that one too, and I'm surprised how many of these are not like oh I and I think the way they have the global ratings is like maybe that accounts for it, but these aren't like oh my cousin brewed a beer once that was really good, like that you might have had. It's these are. World renowned. Beers.
0: Yes, yes. Every, every single one of them. There isn't like a there isn't a a fluke a quote unquote fluke beer where there's like ten check-ins and they're all fives. <laughs> so,
2: so I right. So I scrolled enough to see what the highest like normal Treehouse beer was, not counting like Juice Machine or Very Green or Juju Julius or King Julius or anything like that.
1: What I was calling the pillars of, yeah. of Treehouse. So the yeah. the
2: highest rated Treehouse pillar is Julius at a four point four nine.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Golly, I want to listen. I know we've we've talked about Treehouse a lot. I want to go back. I want to go back so bad. Like <laughs> I can go. I can go anytime I want. I I cannot. I cannot. I I really I you really, can. You just have to drive further. <laughs> I guess that is true. <laughs> and also untrue. That's
1: true. Yeah, of anybody living in North America. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so. Uh, but it was, it was a neat thing. I never thought about looking it up. So I was like, Oh, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. So, um, turns out, um, I've had a ton of really, really, really good beers. And so is all of us. So, <laughs> Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah. We are privileged, privileged to live in this time of beer, uh, the golden age of beer. I love you know? it. I love it. It really is. Before we go to handles. So yeah, before we go over to the handles, I did want to say live show the 29th, um, Bring us your questions. Bring us your um, you know, ask us anything. A M A If you have AMAAUA, uh Bring a Beer, drink alone with us. That's something cool that you can do. Yep. We're we're gonna be looking to the chat probably the second half of the show for um, you know, just ways to interact with our fans. It's not I mean the whole point of the live show is to get the feedback from the audience. So we'll be looking forward to what well you guys have to contribute and ask us and and tell us so
2: bring bring your, your razors as well so you can guys can shave with us yeah maybe
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah looking forward to it again that's um, you know Thursday at eight p.m. EST estimated eight p.m. June 29th. okay so with that it's time we head over to the frosty mug of wisdom Todd narrowly beating me out point oh two
2: by a smudge
1: as as little as you can to get in there uh, I feel like I owe you this honk 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 Tud man of the people this
2: week it's been a long time since I've heard that
1: it's been a long time since you've earned it
2: it's true
1: um, but for those of you who don't know we're going to head over to our Frost and Muggle wisdom we're going to fill it up with life advice hacks stuff wisdomy goodness um, it's got three handles and we play this song Jordan go
3: Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle.
2: Mug of Wisdom.
3: Drink.
1: Mug of Wisdom. Okay, thank you, Jordan. Um, he used to have a podcast called Wreck My Podcast, and now he doesn't. Tud,
2: (laughs) you are man of the people. What, uh, who's going first? I'm going to go first. My handle this week is going to be Diablo 4. Uh, so, so for those of you who do play video games, um, you know, we've already talked about Tears of the Kingdom, you're supposed to be playing that, but once you've, once you've done... Once you're done, you know, saving the world and saving Zelda and beating the bad guys in, in Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, if you want to beat more bad guys, Diablo 4 is the new hotness at the moment. Um, It is your standard type of Diablo game, except for it's slightly different. It's open world this time. Uh, but if you've liked any of the Diablo games in the past, Diablo 1, Diablo 2, Diablo 3, Diablo 4 is the next, you know, next release in that vein of games. Uh, you don't have to have a super powerful computer to play it, so even somebody who has like an older Obert style computer should be able to play Diablo Four on their computer. Uh, not Obert's new computer, Obert's old computer. I'll make a make a distinction here. But thank you. It is really fun. Uh, it's gotten great reviews. Uh, the only thing that people seem to be knocking it for is there is a microtransaction store that is uh, more for cosmetic features for your character more than. There's no like pay-to-win stuff. You can't buy weapons or anything like that. At least, not that I've seen. It just seems so far strictly cosmetic. Now, I will say some of them is some of them are ridiculous. There's some cosmetics that are like 20 bucks. I personally don't pay for anything uh, like that. I paid for the game. That's all I'm going to pay for for this game. I'm not going to throw micro throw out extra money for microtransactions. I would buy DLC, uh, but uh, you know I'm also a curmudgeon and I'm old. So I uh, all the kids nowadays they they pay because they want their Fortnite character to look like Dora the Explorer. So well, okay. So you've told us
1: how many Diablos there are, and uh, you've told us that this is open world and that there are microtransactions. What's like? What do you like about the game?
2: I'm just a big fan of the dungeon crawler game that Diablo is. I'm just I'm, I'm a fan of the game loop where you know you start a character. You
1: what? What are you playing as?
2: I am playing as a druid.
1: Okay. How, uh, what level are you?
2: So far, I'm like level. I think I'm level 12. Nice. Yeah. Um. Ju- I think I'm just at the end of the first act. Um. So we're 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 going forward. We're trying to beat Lilith. So that's the bad. That's the that's the bad character of the game is Lilith. Uh. The the cutscenes, unlike the first. I'm
1: glad that Diablo 4 entered. And we have gender equality now. We have evil women that can be bad guys too. That's, exactly. You know. <laughs>
2: I mean I believe there was always a bad woman in each of them, you know. True. But anyways, the cutscenes are fantastic. The story is interesting. Um it's it's a different game. It's not like the same like, oh there's a bad guy and you got to go kill him and like kind of, you know, <laughs> kind of like boring cutscenes. These are like like real cutscenes. Like there's like an actual story that goes along with Diablo. You can tell they put a lot of time and effort into this, which is strange given that Activision Blizzard has a history of their their releases flopping. So you know, go check out Diablo 4. It's worth the money. I will warn it is seventy dollars for the base game.
1: Yeah, it is expensive, but I do love um Blizzard's cutscenes. Their cinematics they're like no matter what game you're in, basically anything in the last two decades, they have uh amazing cinematics. So I'm not surprised that it's holding up. And I, fair disclosure, haven't bought it yet. I've been waiting for the TED review to be like, hey, is this worth it? And uh what 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 are you playing it on?
2: I'm playing it on my PC. Uh, my laptop's still able to run it, so I've been playing it a lot on my laptop while I'm sitting on my couch. Um, but the, the saves you know, bounce back and forth between my PC and my laptop. Um, you can play it on your Steam Deck. You can play it on Xbox. You can play it on PlayStation. I don't think you can play it on the Switch. I did not look, but I don't think it's out on the Switch. Um, you can play I'm it anywhere sorry. you want.
1: I, I, I'm sorry I interrupt, but unfortunately we lost one of our co-hosts. Chris has been eaten by
2: a dog. Uh, Yeah, uh, listeners can't see this, but uh, Chris has a new dog, and the dog is uh, eating Chris. Chowing down, chowing down. Yeah, eating Chris and shoving his butt in his face all at the same time. It's quite the sight. Yeah,
1: it's pretty adorable, I'm not going to (laughs) lie.
2: But yeah, go check out Diablo 4. It has a better launch than Diablo 3, just an FYI. Better launch than Diablo 3.
1: This is the first time you're hearing about Diablo 4 uh, from this podcast. Maybe check out Diablo 2, get up to speed. (laughs) get <laughs> through three then head up four but uh and if you haven't played diablo uh,
2: 3 like obert who quit on it back when it was brand new because he didn't like the way the launch was diablo 3 is a great game too now after they redid the whole thing but diablo 4 i don't think is going to suffer from that so go get diablo 4 but if you haven't played diablo 3 because you were scared play diablo 3 as well um so with that i'm gonna hand the mug over to obert because i think chris is still being eaten by a dog
1: okay um So as Todd alluded to, I have a brand new computer. Um, Might sound a little different in the audio, depending on, uh, you know, new new machine, new rig. It's all different, but we'll see. Hopefully you don't notice a difference until now. But one tool that was instrumental. Well, I'll say this. This isn't my handle, but if you are someone who is serious about your desktop computer, uh, who uses it either professionally or for fun and... Use it, you know, as like, as much as you know, four to eight hours a day, whatever. I recommend when you it's time for a new computer to build your own. Um, it's pretty easy to do. It's basically like Legos that snap together. Uh, really, anyone with a decent sense of of mechanical know how, it's it's pretty straightforward. It's like this generation's way of like working on your car. You know what I mean? Um, but the tool that I used to um, helped me the most with building my new computer was www.pcpartpicker.com. Um, with a with a side side shout out to logicalincrements.com, but PC Part Picker is a great tool to go on there to tell you exactly what components you need in your new computer. Um, you know everything from the CPU all the way down to like the fans you're going to need in the case. All this stuff is in there where you can go and pick pick it all out at the price point you want, at the power level that you're looking for in terms of uh, ability and price, um, that you can then go in and make sure that all these parts are compatible with each other. You can go and compare websites for what's cheap, what's expensive, where should I buy this part, where can I find a good deal. Um, PC Part Picker is an integral tool that I use to build my computer and to know when it's time to build a new. So... I can't recommend it enough. Um, maybe I'll even put—I could put my build in the show notes if you want to see what I, what I'm working with here on my my new machine. But I'm liking it so far, um, and it really PC Part Picker takes the the guesswork out of out of a build in a way where you're like, I don't know—is this like—is do I have everything I need? Do I not? They have a pretty good community of people who can tell you this is fine. They have sample builds. Um, it's a good place to start if you're someone who's like always wanted interested in getting a new computer, but you don't know where to start. Um, it's a great great resource to learn how. And honestly, I'm just gonna tell you this: it's not that hard. I could do it, and I'm not one who's really good with electronics or anything like that. It's just like plugging Legos together and some cables, and it's a little time consuming. But honestly, building a new computer wasn't that hard. So uh, check it out.
2: I have never I have never built myself my own computer. I had somebody else build my.
1: Well, so. but your brother does that for like his career,
2: right? Uh he's a systems administrator. He just knows how to do.
1: He's an IT
2: guy, though. Like he's got it. He's he's a computer person. It's true, Chris. I would also say Chris is a computer person too, but Chris didn't build his either. Just,
1: I mean, but your 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 brother's an IT man. Chris is just a Twitch streamer. <laughs> I,
0: I I feel like once you have a, I say this all the time. Once you have a kid, you you lose everything. No hobbies anymore. No, no, no. They're you dumb. just, you become old and you're like, you're, you're, you're the, the grandma looking at the computer screen and the meme. You're that all the time, you know? Yeah.
1: <sighs> Einstein would have never discovered relativity if he had had children. Nope.
0: Guaranteed not. That's a, that's His a,
1: brain would be too occupied with, with kid, kid things.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Damn youths.
1: Um, But okay. So I don't know who's giving the next handle, Mac or Chris, but you're up. <laughs>
0: I know. Actually, uh, as I was holding Mac, it gave me a, uh, a a a handle in my in my in my face. So, um, you guys ever have, heard of I, Chewy? Have, yeah. Have you guys ever heard of this? Um, uh, no. I, ha, have we discussed that I have a dog now? Like I don't even know if we even... we haven't. I don't think. Okay, I have a dog now. I have a puppy. So <laughs> I have a. What's its name? I have a 15 week old uh, Aussie Beagle mix. Um, It's a low energy dog. Very yeah. Basically, sounds chill. Very chill. As as you just saw, basically no energy at all. Um, His name is Mac, short for macaroni. Um, He's very cute. He's very cute. We'll uh, we'll have to put. uh, We'll throw. I'll throw some pictures in the Discord. Um, But one thing that we've been working on is is house training Mac. Like he does pretty good. He does pretty good. But you know, every once in a while, like if we're taking care of. the children or in the other room or whatever. Um, he, he has to go potty. He has to go potty sometimes. Um, and one way that we are currently uh teaching him how to potty train, and I recommend this to anybody. If you have a small puppy that can easily learn things is uh, we bought bells to put on the door. So hung, hung bells from our front door and our sliding door. And um, the first few times, um, you know, you're, like we bring him over, and I would pick up his paw and, and hit the bells and be like, "Outside, outside!" Uh, you know, just reminding him. Um, and it didn't take long. It didn't take long until now. If he's in the kitchen and, or in the in the living room and he's got to go, he's got to go potty. Then uh, he runs over there and he he hits these little bells, um, makes a little jingle, and we know that he's got to go outside. It, it's it's amazing. It's amazing how quickly dogs learn in comparison to children. Because I feel like. We've been trying to teach Lucas how to use the potty for like three years now. Did you get him bells too? We have not. Maybe that's the key.
1: I do have a counterpoint to this, though, where it's like if you had like a bell that was your kids could reach and you were like, candy, candy, and you like said candy and you hit the bell every time that you gave them candy – and he'd be like, just all you need to do is hit this bell and we'll give you candy. I think that uh, they would pick up a lot sooner than... Because than, uh, I feel like to, for, for dogs, that's basically what it is. It's just, it's just like going outside is just a big treat for them. <laughs> that's,
2: that's true. A, like, he's going to come inside and instantly ring the bell and be like, I want to go back outside.
0: No, Not yet. Not yet. Oh, um, it w-
2: So Brad did this with his dog and that happened. Like, oh. As soon as you got back in, like within like two seconds, the dog was you know, ringing that bell, because it knew that, you know, you need, that it learned that you are trained that every time it rings the bell, you have to bring it out. Eventually, Brad had to get rid of the bells.
0: Well, we will, we will see how Mac progresses, but, but yeah, I, I highly suggest, like, unless you, you get a conniving dog like Tud's brothers. (laughs) They, they all become conniving. I don't know. I don't know. Mac, Mac's, he's very, uh, or he's, he's, he's too cute. He's too cute to become conniving.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I'm sure he's not luring you in with his sweet cuteness right nope. now. Nope. This isn't all a ploy. Definitely not I a thing.
0: Um, or maybe if you're struggling. Maybe you have a puppy. You're struggling to get him to, to potty train. It's something to try. So there you go. The first of what I assume to be many dog handles. So... We're, yeah, welcome to the club. We're dog people now, me and you, Obert. Let's scoff at the Although, non-dog person. You
1: could have had very few cat handles over the years. I feel That like. is
2: very true. True. <laughs> very true. <laughs> I think it's safe to say I think Chris might enjoy the dog more than he enjoys the cats. But the dog's also new. Yeah. Once the
0: shine wears off, let's find. Let's see how I feel about the dog then. <laughs> yeah.
2: When it's at least you don't live in like New England or Montana where you have to take the dog out when it's negative six. That's true.
0: It normally does not get that cold.
2: So with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, We'd like to thank the brewers who provided today's beers. I will thank Tired Hands for their Found a
0: Scythe. I would like to thank Magnanimous Brewing and Bottle Logic Brewing for their All Things Serve the Beam.
1: And I want to thank Yurisco Beer Company for their 2021 Imperial Stout.
2: Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us over at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag, follow the email at Podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you'd like to support the podcast, there are multiple ways you can do that. You can go to Patreon, and for as little as $1 a month, you can get extra episodes, Drinking Alone with Friends, about a 20-minute bonus episode. We call it the pregame. Um, you can also go over to Discord, and you can join the live conversation over there with other drink other friends that want to drink alone with you you can also head over to manscaped.com and use promo code dawf for 20 percent off and free shipping
1: yeah i think we should not glide over that one because limited time offer on that one on the dawf code you gotta you gotta get on that um personally highly recommend
2: agreed It's probably the the best way to support us is to go to manscaped.com, promo code DAWF. 100%.
1: 222 episodes. We didn't ask you for shit other than this little bit at the end. I think it's time. I think (laughs) it's time. You owe us this.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Support the podcast. Your balls will thank you. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we'll thank you too, but your balls especially will thank you.
2: Uh, Also make sure that... It's a (laughs) win-win.
1: Your balls and us. Everyone's happy.
2: And finally, make sure you head over to your favorite... uh, podcast listening app leave us a five star rating and review and tell your friends and family and don't forget next thursday to join in on the 29th of june to join into the live show uh starts at 8 p.m est est um and finally go use promo code dawf at manscaped.com free shipping 20% off go do that with that my name's dud
0: my name's chris
2: and i'm obert and remember if you're drinking alone do it with friends I think it's time to go back and shave again. It's uh, you must be getting close to Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. The, the 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 closer we, every day, it gets a little quicker. Comes in a little uh-huh. thicker. Now Mrs. Claus will thank you. you. You know, we did. We didn't even talk about the the foot deodorant. I didn't get foot deodorant.
0: Oh, I did. Did I, we not get foot deodorant? No, I didn't. I didn't get it either. Yeah. did I put on my feet. All the foot deodorant. <laughs> <Ball> deodorant. <laughs>
2: I read this thing and it says reduce foot odor. Did we not get a... I mean, I'm not telling
1: you that the ball grower is not going to reduce your foot odor. I probably would.
0: I don't think we're allowed
1: to
3: say that. I put it on my feet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's for your balls, dude.